This is Show Up as a Leader, a show from People Forward Network, helping you maximize your positive impact on the world by becoming your best, fully authentic self. Hey, everybody. It is Rosie, and I'm going to do something a little different this time. This episode will just be you and me. And here's why I want to do that. I've been having so many conversations lately with people and just almost even coaching myself, thinking about what's going on in the world and how can we have a bigger impact and just seeing a lot of patterns and trends. That's just kind of the way my brain works. And we have this ongoing joke, not really a joke, but so many of my consulting and coaching clients literally say to me, gosh, I just need a Rosie in my pocket. Can you just be there in my ear? Sometimes we need those reminders. We need those reinforcers. We need some way to bring us back to ourselves, bring us back to something that helps us have the impact. And so thought that we would do that for this episode because it just keeps coming up and coming up. And sometimes when the world keeps putting things in front of you, it's an opportunity to listen and do something about that. So before we get into that, just want to thank all of you for listening and being part of this community. And it would be super, super amazing and helpful if you would, as part of this community, make sure you go out on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser and leave a review for this episode and other episodes. So here's what I've been thinking about. As I am recording this, there is so much disheartening news and uncertainty and challenges that are going on in our world. Roe v. Wade was just overturned. It's a really sad day for myself as a woman and really looking at progress and women having a voice. We know that the war in Ukraine is still going on. We've had countless mass shootings and deaths, and the list goes on and on. And every person that I interact with and talk to is feeling it. And there's a stat that I've been using recently that says that Americans currently can only absorb about 50% of the change that they could stomach in 2019. Yet our world seems to be changing at an exponentially more rapid pace. And so what are we doing with that? And I think this tiredness and this fatigue and this stress and this inability to process change like we could even a couple of years ago, which still wasn't great, by the way, is just leading to this perfect storm of people feeling helpless, lacking in hope, disconnected, burnt out, tired, the list goes on and on. And I will put myself in there. And when I think about what gets me through, and I think about what has helped my clients get through, and how do you put one foot in front of the other? And how do you move forward? And what do you ground yourself in? And how do you show up? I just keep coming back to the basics of, are we really clear about who we want to be in this world? And what does it mean for us to leave the impact we want to have, regardless of our title or role? So this podcast is called Show Up as a Leader. We define leadership as maximizing our positive impact on the world by becoming our best, fully authentic self and supporting those around us to break past barriers and step into their greatness. Why it's so important to keep coming back to that definition is I believe that each and every one of us has an opportunity and quite frankly, a responsibility to look at how can we show up as leaders in our lives, in our personal lives, in our professional lives whether or not we have the title, the role, the power, the authority. If every single one of us starts to look for 
where can I maximize my positive impact in this moment, in this interaction, in this situation? It would make a huge difference. And in order for us to do that, we are constant works in progress. If we're going to show up as our best fully authentic self, that means in Brene Brown's world, we're stepping into the arena. We are showing up knowing that there's going to be critics and there's going to be skeptics, but we're doing it anyway because that's what it means to be alive. We shouldn't have to apologize for who we are and our magnificence. And can we show up and be real? Can we lay our head on the pillow at night and say, you know what? I was as authentic and real as I could be, even though that conversation was hard, even though that situation sucked. But I'm proud of myself because I showed up authentically and I leaned in. I did not tap out when things got hard. I showed up as a courageous version of myself. I showed up as a courageous leader in this conversation. And in order for us to do that, we have to shift our thinking. We have to shift our mindset. We have to start to become more aware of what pulls us away from ourselves, where we get out of alignment, and the consequences of doing so. So why does it matter that we are able to shift our mindset? Who cares? Well, let me tell you my thoughts on that. Our mindsets drive our behaviors. Our inner game of leadership, which is our self-awareness, our emotional intelligence, our mindset, our identity, all of that stuff drives our outer game, our behaviors, our skill sets, our competencies. And how often do you see someone who wants to change their behavior or change how they show up? So they learn a skill, they take a class, or they apply some tips or tricks. And it's not that learning new skills, gaining new knowledge isn't helpful. But if that knowledge and skills is run on operating system, that inner game that is fear-based, self-protection-based, that is trying to hide our inadequacies, is full of these stories of not being enough or things that don't serve us well, like I have to be perfect or it's all up to me or I'm the only one, we're not going to get very far. And we call this the messy middle. When we lean in and do the work and identify what are those self-limiting mindsets, I literally had several sessions this week with people where we started to look at what are some of those common self-limiting stories. I have to be perfect. My value, my worth is attached to my productivity and what I accomplish. That if people find out that I'm not perfect, then I'll be rejected. That if people are mad at me. It means that relationship is irreparable, that I can't risk upsetting someone and have the relationship be intact. These are such common stories that people tell themselves and it keeps them from speaking up. It keeps them from sharing an idea. It keeps them from sharing a concern. And you put a bunch of us together in a workplace, in a community, in a team, in a family, the list goes on and on. And we wonder why we have the challenges we have. When you have a collective group of people running around, triggered, hijacked by the stresses going on that are being run by these self-limiting stories and mindsets, but we want them to somehow behave and show up as a leader, we end up with disconnection. We end up with people not listening to each other. We end up with isolation. And so we have got to lean in and do that work and start to identify what are the stories that we tell ourselves that help us feel safe, but that keep us very small and disconnected and keep us 
from showing up as a leader and having the impact we want to have. And what I will tell you is not to get too into the psychology of it, but we form those stories in the first 10, 15 years of our life on a version of ourselves that didn't get our needs met or didn't have the reasoning that we have as an adult to make sense of the world. And so our five-year-old self or our 10-year-old self created a story that this is how I need to show up in order to be effective or to be accepted or to be loved or to belong. And we're still running off of that script. So do you want your 10-year-old self driving your car? Would you let your 10-year-old self make the decisions? Would you let your 10-year-old self balance your bank account? Or do you want the adult version of yourself? So we have to start to be more self-aware, hit the pause button, identify the mindsets and the stories that maybe served us well at some point in time, but aren't necessary and are becoming a liability now. And that is our path to change. That is our path to effectiveness. That is our path to having an impact that we want to have on the world. So the other thing that I've been asked a lot and wrestling with is, well, whose responsibility is it to ultimately lead change in my organization, in my team, in this group, in society? And I've been thinking about that. And I actually had this conversation this week with someone in one of our Dare to Lead groups and said, is this really my place to speak up? And she has a leadership role in the organization, but she's not at the level that this change is happening. And my response to her was, well, if not you, then who? We can't sit back and wait for someone, quote unquote, more qualified to make the decisions because we're all working with the best that we can with the information we have. And so when I say that our world demands and requires and invites us all to show up as a leader, we all have an opportunity to lead and influence positive change. And maybe you're not the decision maker, but can you build a relationship and influence people who are the decision makers? Can you bring a perspective that maybe they're not thinking about because we all have shadows in our range of vision that we don't see? Can we help illuminate some of those gaps for other people that they might not have considered that can help them be more effective rather than assuming they're just ignoring the information? What if they're not? What if no one brought forward a perspective that they didn't see before? And so if we want to have a more connected, inclusive, belonging, courageous environment, it's all of our responsibilities to look at where can we lead and influence positive change and not limit ourselves by the, oh, I'm just a fill in the blank. I'm just an admin. I'm just a this person. I'm just that. You have value. You have a perspective. You have insights. You have wisdom. We need to share it and bring it forward. And when we do that, we're stepping into the arena, right? We're being vulnerable because we don't know what people are going to say, but it's so, so important. Another question I get a lot is how do I take action? And here's what I would say is that first of all, recognize that you're not going to be perfect. This is not about trying to have everything buttoned up neatly before you take action. Sometimes we have to take action and fall down to get stronger and better. That's how we build skills. We try something, we learn what works and what doesn't work, we use that feedback to help us get better, and then we try again. So if you're going to step into the arena and have a courageous conversation, you're going to share your idea, you're going to have difficult feedback, lean in with curiosity, lean in with humbleness, flat out say, you know what, this is an uncomfortable area for me. I'm really working to get better at this, so please bear with me. Say, you know what, I'm struggling. I'm stressed, I'm worried about what's happening in the world, and I'm doing my best, but you know, I'm asking you to give me a little extra grace because I might be a little clumsy as this comes out of my mouth. 
most people are not going to lean in with defensiveness and judgment. They're going to lean in with openness and empathy and curiosity. The risk of not taking any action at this point in time in our world is worse than taking action and having it be a little clumsy or not perfect. And so each and every day I look at how can I be a better parent today than I was yesterday? How can I take my missteps and the squiggles and the detours and help them inform me and grow rather than cowering? And one of the sayings that came up in a Dare to Lead group recently that I just keep sitting with is rather than shrinking, right, and hiding when things get cringy or puffing up and getting kind of this over ego inflated, you know, ready for battle is can we stay our sacred size? I'm not going to shrink. I'm not going to puff up. I'm going to stay my sacred size. I'm going to wait in the messy middle. I'm going to step into this arena and in an interaction with my friend, with my neighbor, with my teammate, with my leader, with my client, with whoever it is, can I make a positive difference here? Can I be the change I want to see in the world? And I'm not trying to lean into tragic optimism or ignoring that there's bad stuff in the world. It's how do you navigate through the tough stuff? It's having gritty faith that there is a better path forward and gritty facts. Life is hard. And so what are you doing to take care of yourself? What are you doing to lean in? What are you doing to role model what you want others to do for you? I felt really compelled to have a different type of conversation today because when I see patterns happening in groups and individuals that I work with over the past several weeks, I feel like if I'm having these conversations over and over and over, they might help other people who are struggling with the same things. And part of the goal of this podcast is to normalize that humanity and say, you're not alone. I'm having so many of these conversations and I'm having them for myself. I'm coaching myself through this at the same time. So if there's one thing I could leave you with today is to really look at owning those self-limiting stories when they show up, recognizing when you're hijacked and triggered, and hit the pause button, take some deep breaths, leverage whatever practices you have that help you find a place of calm and neutrality, and then move forward from there. And when you find that place of calm or neutrality, know that that's as contagious as anxiousness is. So can you spread calm, spread neutrality, spread curiosity around you as we navigate really challenging, difficult times? I think if we all did a little bit more of that, our workplaces, our families, our communities would be a little bit better. So hopefully there's some nuggets you could take out of that. I would love to hear what you've applied from this and what you've tried. Leave me a comment, leave me a note. And again, thank you in advance for leaving a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. Until next time, take care, everybody.